Warning, if you're faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. You know, you know I was thinking, my goal, just because I'm ambitious, is uh, in, in 2024, I'm going to create a world where, where Nick and Garrett Adelstein will play poker uh, at the Commerce together on stream. Let's See, do now, it. Now I'm down for that. that. <laughs> like, no, but it's going to be will. a hustler. Will you stake me? Because whatever I put on there, I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> can you make it? I would fly you, down to LA to see one, that. Nick, yeah. Nick, to be fair, I know you're going to play one hand an hour. You're not even going to have much money at risk. So it'll yeah. be just you- fine. Welcome to the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci, and with Veronica Brill, we have with us today the Maverick, Eric Person. Eric, what's up? Hey, guys. Good, good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for thanks for hopping on with us. So, look, man, we I think we have, like, a ton to talk about. Um, uh, why don't we start here, and we'll let it evolve into <clears throat> where it goes. What, what are you working on? What's going on? You know, there's a lot of speculation about <clears throat> what your role is with Bally's and putting games together and, you know, the Tropicana card room. Is that happening? Not where you, you know, just just all that, because there's all sorts of speculation about tons of things, in, including you and I, uh, you know, you're you're building games around our games. I should be very careful because of, of that. And, you know, people don't know we're friends. And so I just want to talk about all of it and just like put it all together. So you, you go and let, let us know what you're doing right now. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm happy to. So, yeah. um, you know, Ma- Maverick is is my Maverick Gaming. You know, it's, it's named after my son. It's my brand. It's um, it's uh, obviously the most important thing in the world to me. So what I'm trying to do right now is um, turn Maverick into um, the brand for poker worldwide and turn just like I want to be the brand. And so when people think about elite poker, when people think about um exciting poker when people think about um whether it's a land-based card room or streaming or all the stuff in between poker it's a lifestyle and i I want people to associate maverick with that and so that's what i'm trying hard to do every day um as part of my you know overall gaming company and and so as a step towards that i partnered with bally's and what i'm doing with bally's is what we were originally doing was uh, bringing the first card room, first Maverick branded card room to the Las Vegas Strip at the Tropicana, but what's happened since then was the A's are coming to that site. We're shutting it down earlier than we'd initially anticipated, yeah. and so as a result, I'm building a um, a very large poker room, one of the largest in North America, in partnership with Bally's of Maverick branded poker room um, in in Providence, Rhode Island, which is really the Boston market, and so. You know, we're going to go out there. We're going to put in somewhere around 80 tables, and um, we're going to make that the East Coast poker destination. We're going to cut off Foxwoods and Mohegan. We're way close to the population. There's over a million people within four miles of, of uh, Twin Rivers. Yeah. And so we're super excited to announce that project. And then that's a stepping stone because really what we're trying to do is um, obviously keep building poker rooms that are that are mine and my Maverick Gaming Company, but it's also partnering with Sue and Bally's to bring Maverick branded poker rooms across their portfolio as well. So this is a big first step and we're looking forward to going out there, getting that thing live some tr- sometime during the um, second quarter of 2024. And uh, really just seeing that thing breathe life and kick ass is going to be a lot of fun. So yeah. 
you know, in, as part of that is there's a larger strategy because it obviously has to not only work for Maverick, but it has to work for Bally's. And so Bally's is uh, really focused on their interactive division and bringing um, live events and putting them in position for live event wagering as they work to get it legalized throughout the country, throughout the country in the various jurisdictions they're in. And so part of that is poker. And, um, and so it's one of these things where um, they were streaming in Las Vegas at the Trop, and we, we just did a stream there, but uh, we'll be coming with the commerce. And I think that's um, that, that deal has been signed by Bally's. And so we'll be out there probably around eight days a month um, streaming pretty large events. Um, and so there's a real focus on Sue's part or Bally's part to just go out and, and really, you know, have their brand get built, have their interactive brands get built. And and so I'm supporting that with Maverick. And so, so like their vision of, of streaming poker is, is a little different than I think a lot of the visions, including your guys's vision or like Doug's down in Texas, they're not focused on the daily content and like a YouTube um, ad ad driven model. What, what they're focused on is putting themselves in position uh, for, to capitalize on real-time wagering, um, should that occur, and then and in conjunction with that, building production television-grade um, product that really starts to build, that takes takes the biggest stars in poker and builds just big events around them. So I honestly, you know, from where I sit, I think that you're actually going to benefit from this because what it means is that a guy like Phil Ivey will be in town, Patrick Antonis will be in town, um, Andrew Robo will be in town. They'll probably be streaming one day with with uh, Commerce and Bally's, but um, I'm sure they'll be coming over to Hustler as well. So I think this is one of these things where it's a rising tide is going to lift all the boats. And um, and I think they just think about streaming in, in a little bit different way than um, than what you guys do. You guys are grinding. You know, five days a week or more, you're putting out content and you're doing six hours and and you've and you've built stars. You've built brands like Nick Airball, Mariano. You know, all the different players. Who um, who go out there and um, really got a platform because of you, and um, and you're and, and you know they're benefiting from that, and so are you. So it's like it's one of these things that it's really interesting because there was obviously a huge war. I guess you could call it a war, although you know you kicked their teeth in uh, between uh, Live at the Bike and Hustlers. Not even close. Like you guys got all the views, and um, you know I, I think it's one of those things where back in the day. You know, people thought the the Knicks were competing with the Bulls, but really the Bulls just kicked the Knicks' ass all the time. It was kind of like that. This is a spot where, you know, I don't think they're even looking for a fight, and I don't. So I don't think that it's really competition. I think there's a lot of synergies actually being created, and so I'm part of that, obviously, and I'm, yeah. I'm helping uh, Bally breathe life into that. And 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 then what that's going to do is it's going to pump up these land based card rooms that I'm building for Maverick with Bally's, and so that's the stuff I'm working on right now. Yeah. Wow. That okay. Uh, Veronica, you mind? I'm gonna unpack a, a thing or two, or do you want to go? For, you go first. But no, I'm just a, wondering. In the <clears throat> East Coast card room, is there going to be a live stream or just live poker? So we are. Um, we're, we're working. We're going to be working with the state of Rhode Island. Uh, Bally's is the only um, casino in Rhode Island. They have a monopoly there, which is super awesome for Bally's. And um, but we won't be streaming. Like you know, I, I would anticipate somewhere around four to eight streams a year out of out of providence and there'll be big streams just based on east coast availability we'll be bringing some of our stars in i think another thing that i'll be announcing the details on but i'll announce one of the names right now i'm gonna maverick is going to is has signed some of the biggest stars uh in poker worldwide and and right now i'm in position where i can really talk about one and that's patrick antonius 
Um, he's he's a he's a Maverick. Uh, he's, he's part of the Maverick uh, family now. So, you know, that's one of the values I'm bringing to Bally's is I'm bringing a lot of these really big stars, and there's going to be a bunch more that I'll be announcing soon, and they're part of our brand. So we're obviously going to be supporting those streams. Not that it's exclusive and they won't stream with other people because they will. They'll be on Poker Go. They'll be with you. They'll be all over. But um, we're creating a lot of synergies between our two companies. And, and my access to, you know, the, the biggest stars in the game is part of it. And so I was super excited to announce Patrick coming on to, uh, to Maverick Gaming and representing my brand. And uh, he's obviously a close friend of mine and someone who I think is unquestionably, you know, one of the greatest poker players of all time. So yeah. that's another example of the synergies. Wow, man, I, I, I have like a billion questions with that that whole thing. But let's start here. <clears throat> you and I have talked. Let's hit them all, Nick. Well, I'm going to hit them all. Every, all billion. Let's I'm go. I'm going to hit them all, bro. We, uh, you, you mentioned we, you and I have talked about what you just mentioned, and you, you, you brought out the amount that you want out. Are you able to articulate to everyone what your goal is signing, uh, signing talent? What, what's the Mavericks' goal? Because obviously, to sign. Uh, Patrick and probably some of the other people you you mentioned to me that I will never mention. Um, that's a that's a pretty penny, I would imagine. And what would be the what's the ROI? What's the goal with having them in the Maverick, Maverick camp? Well, so I'll, I'll give you an example. The first step is like in order to be a good partner, it has to work for you, and you have to solve par- problems for your partner, right? Yeah. And and so. By me, by Maverick bringing in these people who are my friends, who are you know very elite talent, and, and some of them are the goats of poker. Yeah. Like, to be clear, like yeah, I, I know um, we talked. Yeah, and and so like what that does is there's a lot of synergies that start to be created. It's going to be great for my brand because these are going to be name image likeness. You know, I'm going to have their images on my walls. We're going to be able to have tournaments named after them. Um, and, and then the same thing for Bally's room. I'm building these rooms for Bally's. They're going to be Maverick brand and poker rooms. These players will make appearances. They'll do meetup games. We'll do streaming. Um, and so there's a lot that goes beyond just the the, the image on a wall. Um, these people are going to be breathing their own you know energy and efforts and heart into these into, into these companies as well. And so the ROI on that is in part you know Maverick. I solve a problem for Sue because. Now what happens is we're going to have the biggest stars on his streams, and then I solve a problem for me, which is I'm trying to build a, a global branded uh, poker empire, and and, and uh, Bally's is giving that opportunity, that platform to yeah. go out to really their marquee room and build one of the biggest poker rooms in North America. So for me, this is just the beginning because I'll, I'll give you an example. With the people that I'll be announcing, we intend to take over lifestyle brands. We, we This is much more than just a poker play. So, for example, you can envision a, a Maverick Gaming hoodie that on the inside pocket has a zipper where, um, you know, you can put your chips or you can put a, a, a stack of 10,000 and it's going to be secure. But it's also going to be able to have like, you know, an image of Antonius Goat on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like there is no competition for, for this apparel. Yeah, We're going to have it all because we have the stars and um, this is just the first step. So the, for me, the ROI, yeah, I'm investing millions. I'm happy to do it. Because I think in the end we're going to make a lot, lot more. Yeah. Well, double uh, X is what I wear, and I like black. Uh, you're same double X, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, nowadays for sure. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> well, that's that's cool, man. I I, I love that. Uh, Val, go ahead. You got something? Because I got a million or well, a billion questions. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, what it, live streams typically have not done well. I feel like yours is the only live stream so far that has done well, Nick. 
uh Bally's is still getting going I'm just curious like is it like a lot of companies put out movies but they are really making money off the product like what is the is a live stream just used as getting eyes uh on onto Bally's and then getting people in the door or like what is is a live stream going to give you more ROI than than I can imagine I'm I'm not quite sure well, I know the answer, but I'll let Eric Well, yeah, I didn't ask you. You're asking me? No, I didn't. <clears throat> okay. That's why I'm looking at Eric. <laughs> well, you looked at me, so I didn't know. No, I'm just wondering if the live stream is just a means for another method to how you're doing business. I think like it's impossible to detangle all of the uh, streams, streams of revenue and opportunity that are part of this. And, and for example is... You know, Bally's owns Bally Sports Network, and that distributes Major League Baseball and, and a lot of other sports content. There's not always live events going on on these channels. So it's not hard to imagine, you know, taking this content that we build in like a six or an eight hour stream, dialing it down to an hour, making production grade quality while pushing the Bally's app, while pushing um, real time sports wagering through poker, while pushing their messaging. Like this is just natural content because we, we're already building it. We already own it. And so that's available to a company like Bally's when you have a television network that's distributed worldwide and a lot of other, you know, Hustler, you, you don't have that, for example, at Hustler or Doug right. doesn't have that. So he can't contemplate that stream. When, when you when you're partners with um, with Major League Baseball, you end up with a lot of sponsorship like Pop, Popcornopolis. Right. So, yeah, we saw I saw that on the last stream. Yeah. yeah, so they're also going to be part of sponsorship dollars. And so there starts to be a lot of streams available because of the synergies. And, the, and then when you start to, because we're building a brand um, for our for our land-based poker rooms as well, we're going to integrate into that. And that'll push revenues there. It'll push revenues for, for ballets across the country because our goal is to be thought of first when it comes to poker. And so streaming is an example of that. But when you have like Hustler, for example, with Nick and Ryan, you know, th their main revenue streams are, are a couple of different ways, right? It, it's YouTube revenue and the sponsorships. And and so I think, you know, they're trying to, I'm sure, I know Nick's out there trying to max that and he's thought of some other uh, ways he's, he's working on that. But like he doesn't have a television network, right? And he doesn't yeah, have the opportunity to build. Yeah, or, or of course, or, or the opportunity to build 14 poker rooms where you're going to have economics from, right? Beyond right. just hustling. So, so like that's why, this is different in the sense that we're not, I know there's a big rivalry. I know everyone's looking for a war, but the truth is yeah. there's no war. Like we're, we're here to, um, to grow poker. Streaming poker is a, po a component of that. And I honestly believe Hustler is going to benefit from it. Yeah. Uh, you guys are gonna... That's why I wanted to have you on too, because you know, a lot of people don't understand the dynamics behind a lot of these things. Cause they're, you know, they're behind the wall of our brains or we, we know what they are. And, and, you know, <clears throat> I wanted to let people know that that continually saying like, you know, like, oh, he's trying to, you know, they're whatever. I'm Eric person. Uh, and I'm like, hey, no, like I'm friends with him. Like the, they're they're doing things that are that are different than what I'm doing. And I have mentioned you've helped me out a lot on a, a lot of different things. And um, it makes sense because I've been telling people I I don't think it was a gr you know people are asking me what do you what do you, just like when Big Bet Poker came out oh my God what do you what do you think what are you gonna know oh my God they're gonna take over and I'm like hey look you know uh, there's enough room first of all I don't have a beef with Big Bet Poker I don't have a beef with Bally's I actually respect Sue Kim I I I got to know him recently and and uh, 
the only reason I had a rivalry with the bike is just because of a lot of bullshit shenanigans that were going on when, when we opened our stream. So like I've tell people, I never say anything about Doug Polk. I wish him the best. I, I think it's good, you know, more poker, the better, but I have been saying that I don't understand how, what you just, you just tightened it up. People ask me, what do you think commerce is going to look like? And I say, I really can't see more than a couple times a week like like them streaming. I don't I don't think it makes any sense, especially with what I know it costs to to produce, you know, um, five days a week and that type of thing. And plus, you and I have talked and and I know that their goal is to do just that. It's to push people to the app, to the interactive stuff. And um, and then it makes sense the, the, the way you explain it with the sponsorships and different things, because to go to Rhode Island to go to commerce. I know that I think you, you mentioned that they want to go into a bunch of other locations and, and just have uh, a lot of different of these setups uh, connected to your card rooms, of course, is, is the goal, which would feed uh, the stream and stuff. But, but it makes sense to me uh, the, the way that, that they're going about it, because if they were doing my model, which was um, YouTube, uh, of course, sponsorship, we, we get paid by the casino, we have other deals with the casino, uh, they're drawing dead. It just that model just doesn't work for to go into Rhode Island. You just it, the cost would just out out outdo you. But how you guys are doing it, how you explain it, uh, I think it's great. I think it's awesome, and I do think we'll benefit from it. And I we're we're okay with commerce running what, whatever amount of streams they want to run. You know, just like you said, there'll be fall off. We'll get players. They'll get players. I think it's good for poker. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things when when people chat room warriors and everyone looking from the outside, you know, I consider you a friend and, uh, yeah, I, this is one of these things we talk a lot. Yeah. You, and so it's like, to me, um, look, we, we did a stream the other day and, uh, obviously the G man return. You guys had a stream that night between the two of us. We had somewhere around 25,000 live viewers. Yeah. And I think between both of our views were over 400,000, you know, within the week. And so like there's, there's, there's a huge demand for um for poker and that was really nice of you eric you can just say that you guys beat hustler that night you can just say it well but that's but that's how it's going to be like sometimes you're going to beat us but all i'm saying is when when you get twenty five thousand live viewers and we both know that we don't do twenty five thousand live viewers every night neither one of us sure that's a encouraging number yeah there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there who are looking for content And, and when when either of us deliver the content the viewership's going to be there. Yeah, and that's why uh, also your model is very smart too because to her point um, about viewership, you know, we talked about this, but even Ryan and I talked about it and we were almost like, to the thousand like we knew that night when you guys did that with Garrett's return like fuck I watched like of course that that's a that's a big event and um we knew you guys would be in the in the 15,000 you know whatever mark or between 12 and whatever 16 and we knew we would be between five and six and seven thousand we knew that like we understand the the matrix of of streaming but and again to your point i think that's why this is a smart model because if they were going to go five days a week at commerce and just trying to run high high stakes games five days a week with the player pool it, that's not going to happen but there will be times like this that and and i thought it was great and even like wpt like that was a that was that was part of his return they had you know ten thousand people plus watching and by the way they do a great production i i think their production is just a plus and uh it, it you know yeah it was a big couple of weeks for poker there's no doubt about it. And actually, I got to say the same thing. WPT's production 
is really high quality. Yeah. We, we have work to do and we're working on it. Like, you know, we had, we had some abrupt shutoffs at, at the end of the stream. What was we that about, bro? You know, well, we got to get better. I mean, at the end of the day, we're here to build television production grade quality. And that's one of Mitch's strengths. So, so Mitch, you know, runs, runs the, the stream for, yeah. for Bally's. And so like he comes from TV background. So I know all that's going to be shored up quickly. It, what you should what you should see is like it's it's a it's a work in progress and we're getting better mm. we'll just keep getting better i mean everyone does but i but i would say honestly wpt has has like no criticism to you but like they have the best their quality is amazing their promos leading up to it now they don't stream as much right to be fair they're not they're not really in this space that often but the promo they did for garrett i thought was outstanding yeah you know i think that um the stream itself that stream quality is outstanding the way they work interviews into the stream I think is is part of building television grade uh, material. So, like you know, I think that's another example. I don't think WPT detracts from hurts you or hurts me. I'm glad they're putting out great quality. I, I like. I, I hope. I want people to push us to get better, and we'll get better. And um, in the end, you know, I think that look, I'm here to grow poker, and poker's in a second boom. World Series of Poker just had the most entries ever. Wins doing their big forty million right now. Had record entries at the same time. WSLP is going down in the Bahamas, and they're crushing it too. So, yeah. poker, poker boom. is yeah, poker is flourishing. Yeah. And so I, I'm here to grow poker, and, and I don't think that you have to, you know, grow mark hurt other people to grow poker. I think we're all going to crush it. You know, I, it's our I, job I swear, to us, you know, yeah, I totally agree. And I think people, like I said, just this is redundant. Get misunderstand what our intention is, especially myself and Ryan, um, we we support it. We support the WPT. That's why I say out of my mouth, they, their production is great. We're partners with them. You know, they're 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 one of our our biggest sponsor, and so all good for us. And same thing with Doug's and and whatever you guys do. Like I said, just redundantly to say it, the only reason people thought it was a major competition with the bike is because it was. And it was personal, right. right? And there's no more of that. That's all done. All the players that that were, you know, starting that type of thing uh, over at the bike are gone. Um, I think Wayne's a sweetheart. I, I I don't care if Wayne even was part of it. I still like Wayne, and I wish him the best too. So yeah, I think it's good you come on because I want people to understand that. And uh, but the other thing is, and I think I talked about it with uh, Val here, and maybe mentioned it to you. The reason I even like the commerce thing is because it woke me up. Meaning, like, we've been, we're at the top. We're just killing it. We're number one in poker. And and now new things are happening around us, which are good. But that shit motivates me, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm now, my mind can't shut off about how to go to next levels. It's competition, and it's just healthy, you know? Hey, look, I, I think the same way. Like, I, and, and I think part of that is just acknowledging, hey, WPT puts out some great content. We want to put out great content, too. That's yeah. what I'm talking about with my team. You know, it's not, it's not me going... Oh man, I wish our like this is all competition drives quality at the end of the day. And even like in our streams, where like when you're doing the amount of streams that our goal is, yeah, you know, we're always going to have two to three big names. And so like you know, in order the Yankees got to play the Dodgers, man. They can't just go out and be playing you know some right. Pittsburgh Pirates or a smaller market team all the time. Like and so it's like competition matters, and and it matters in business, yeah. and it matters in content, it matters in everything, and. The fact that other people are going out and kicking ass, like if you're a winner, you, you just you recognize it, you, you admire it, you can even talk about it, and you can be comfortable knowing that you're going to compete and build great stuff too. You know, it's all about winner's mentality, right? Yeah, and, exactly. and a lot of people, 
go the other way, right? And what they would do is spend all their energy saying, oh, here's why they could do this. For No one fucking cares, man. Like, our job is to go out and kick ass, win, and, and build great quality. I know you think the same way. So it's like when we see good things, we just think, you know, what can I take from that? How can I improve it? How can I push right. my team forward, you know? Yeah. So it's like I'm glad that, that there's people like, like you out there, the WPT out there, I, like – and, and and you think the same way, like Doug Polk goes to Hustler. I come over to Hustler. Yeah. Like none of, there's no false wall where it's like, these are my people. My people can't go there. That's stupid. Like yeah. that's loser mentality. You I know, agree. like it, it's just, I, I'm excited about where poker's at. I'm excited about my partnership with Bally's and I'm excited to um, just, you know, build that Venn diagram of people who play poker, make that circle bigger and, and start to just keep bleeding over. And like the fact that um, Bally's has this, worldwide channel that they can start to distribute things on is gonna be cool. super awesome like i'm pumped up you yeah. know no i think it's i think it's very cool and uh there's a lot of us now putting a lot of eyes on poker i mean poker the t poker trajectory is straight up right now and that is due to hustler it's due to uh bally's coming out and trying to open up all over and there's all this stuff going on wpt putting on these events it's I, I, I think it's cool because there are a lot. I mean, for, for how about this? For poker to continue to succeed, it will always be here and it will always succeed, but to flourish and for guys like us to flourish and people in the business to flourish, you just need more eyes on poker because, you know, we have a certain mar niche market. We have a certain amount of eyes that will watch poker. So when we do all this other cool shit with uh, influencers and, and, you know, on the Bally's app and this, you know, we're bringing all these other eyes. But people have to understand right. when you bring more eyes on poker or eyes on anything, you bring more dollars. This is true. Right. And, and, you, and if you love poker, then then you are helping poker. So it's, it goes, you know, two ways. So yeah, I don't think a lot of people really understand that or, or get that. That's how a lot of us really actually think they, they think it is actually like, like if you go into those stupid spaces, I go into all the time. I don't know why I do it. I think I just like to talk a lot. Um, but, uh, everyone is like, okay, big ballots open, big, big bet poker. Now commerce, fuck, this is the end of hustler. It'll be the end of this, but big bet poker won't make it. They fucking suck. It's just like, shut up. You know what I mean? Let it let it fall where it is. I I I think we'll we'll continue to do well, and we'll see what happens. You know? Yeah. Like my my prediction is, if we counted all the views up in 2024, there's going to be way more views than there was in 2023, and and the goal is for 25 to be 24. You know, and and so people who think it's one for one, so meaning that I get a view at your expense, they're just they're not thinking about this right at all. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I got it. Val, what do you got for him? You had some yeah, tons so, of questions. Yeah, we're, we're talking about growing the game of poker. And Eric, uh, you brought back one of the most anticipated, uh, what is considered one of the world's best cash game players. You brought back Garrett into the game after, uh, ironically enough, we're sitting here with the owner of Hustler Casino Live after the big Jack 4 scandal. And uh, you got the views. Um, what did you, how did you, convince Garrett to come play on your show and then like what what were you anticipating and I, I just want to get the a general feel of how like what the game was like from you well you know I think that one of the reasons like what people I think misunderstand is is like you know who I am as a, as a poker player and so you know um, I, I am friends with a lot of the, the really elite poker players in the world but that's not because, like, I play a lot of games with them. Like, I think people sometimes imagine that there's 
Patrick Antonius, myself, and Andrew Robel late at night somewhere, you know, playing five and 10,000. And it's not really exactly how, how it is. And so, um, and the same with Garrett. Like when I, when I played Garrett, it was really just a hustler. And, um, and so it's like, I have a relationship with them, but like we didn't, you know, we don't have some private game in California that we, and, and, you know, Garrett is very much, um, he's focused on, on his wife and, and his kids. And, and I'm focused on, on my wife, my family and, and my, uh, and my, you know, my Maverick gaming. So it's like, we don't hang out, you know, but, but we do talk and we do WhatsApp. And I always, and I think like one of the reasons that, you know, that, that I think Nick can understand. And I think Garrett understands is like, I'm a straight shooter and I just like it. And I like it. I try to tell the truth the best I can, how I really see it. And, you know, I think there was moments where Garrett, wish that I would come out more heavy handed saying that, you know, uh, Robbie's a cheater and blah, blah, blah. But for me to this day, I'm just still super fucking confused. And like, my wife is certain that she was cheating and I'm like, maybe, but why that fucking hand? And like, yeah. you know, there's all these other arguments again, but not really here to rehash all that. But it's like, the point is, I think Garrett respects the fact that, you know, I, I didn't have an agenda. I, um, I consider him a friend. And, um, and, and so I, I told the truth as I see it. And I, I try to do that all the time. And, and so like, you know, and part of that through the process is like, Garrett, you know, if, if you ever want to come back, you can always stream with me, whether I'm at poker go or, you know, uh, doing something about it, like whatever you want to do, like, if you ever want to come back, just let me know, we'll, we'll hook it up. And, you know, he didn't want to for a long time. And then eventually he did. And, um, and I think like, I think it's all that basis of understanding that, like, I don't have an agenda other than the agenda I talked to you about. Like, yeah, I don't really play games. And, and I think like, and, and you're like that too, Nick. So it's like, I, I think a lot of people just appreciate that. It's okay to have tough conversations with people when they're yeah. honest, you know? It's, it's And I think that's, I think that's a, something that a lot of people misunderstand. I think it's part of Maverick's brand. I mean, I think I am Maverick's brand. And, um, and I think the people who support me and follow and follow and like, you know, try to help me push forward that's part of their core process. You know, it's like, I'm not a bully, but like if people are bullying other people, like I think people are wrong, I'm going to call them out, Yeah. you know, and I, and I, and I'm going to try to tell the truth as I see it and, and not let the political process manipulate me, you know? And yeah. I think that that's, that's the brand for me and that's who I am. And I think Garrett appreciated that. And so, and also it worked out for him, like to be clear, like, you know, he doesn't really want to travel a lot and he's not streaming with you. At least not right now. I, I predict someday he'll be back, but like, um, but like being able to stream of commerce just works out for him, you know? Sure. And so his, his, his biggest concern is like, and I had have to talk to him about it is like the model because our model is, um, two other good players and, and four recs who are entertaining. That's where this VPIP rule comes in 35% because we're trying to build, you know, entertainment, a lot of interaction and a lot of quality. It's not chess. We're playing poker and the people who stream got to be able to talk, got to be able to interact. You know, got to bring something beyond we'll call a poker skill to the table, and, and that meant Garrett has to get comfortable with the idea that there's a couple other good players at his table. He's tough on lineups, you know, notoriously, and he talked about that. And so I'm, I'm not disclosing anything, um, but like our model is, we need three big names in order to stream when you're only streaming eight days a month. And so you know, I think he'll be he's going to be part of that. And um, but that's how we got him back. I think it was just because like there's a lot of work away from the table of him understanding who I am 
and um, knowing that I'm here to support him. Like, you know, I'm not yeah. trying to manipulate him. And, and I, I think that was a big part of so, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just want to follow up on that question. Then sure, go ahead. Sure. Uh, so you're, you're saying you want to support him. And I'm just curious for my own sake, um, yeah. because I, I do like Garrett and I love that he came back. But um, he is still digging in on the Jack Four stuff, which is, you know, uh, from his perspective, that's what he feels like he wants to do. Do you have any opinion on whether or not from his from his perspective, it's been over a year, like, should he just let it go at this point or should is digging in good for his brand at this point? No, I, I think that the same thing, like, Garrett and I have a lot of conversations about that, and they're, they're, they're really for Garrett and myself. But, like, from my perspective, I think that um, Garrett is much larger than Jack Four. And Garrett's a winning player who's engaging. He's good television content. And I think that that's all That's all I need in order to want to partner with him. You know, the, the I think that moment's passed. I think it's over. I think that um, there's no benefit for anyone – to try to tie themselves to that very particular hand in the past that's over now and it was a big talk for a long time. But I think that moment's done. You know, I think that, you know, I'm a very small part of, of Garrett's life. Garrett's a small part of my life. But, like, we're parts of each other's life. And I, I think that there's so much more to the story of Garrett that has nothing to do with that at all. And I think, from my perspective, I think that's going to be the focus on the future. And, and I understand how people who are so deeply affected by certain events – Sometimes I can't let things go. And I'm not really talking about Garrett. I'm not really talking about Robbie. I'm just saying overall, um, you know, when things happen to you, they start to shape you. And some people process things in, in different ways. You know, um, some people internalize, you know, and, and they, they spend their whole life looking for revenge. Some people let that shit roll off their shoulders. What I found works for me is just go out and try to win in life, man. And just get beat up, get kicked in the nuts, but get back up yeah. and just keep fucking moving forward because focusing on the things that have happened that somehow to me, that's just like, that's a victim's mentality. I prefer to live in a world that I control. So like, that's not for me. And I, I don't really think that's for Garrett either to tell you the truth. Yeah. You know, you said something uh, back off uh, another subject than Garrett, but you said something that uh, a few minutes ago um, just about, you know, because you and I have had a lot of talks and we both know that we're both straight shooters. Our conversations go very easily. They're to the point and we're off the phone and we can usually get a lot of things done quick because there is no bullshit. And, you know, I will say when you said like, you know, I'm that guy that's going to say it straight. I don't care about politics. You know, if I'm a, someone's getting fucking beat, beat on bullying, I'm going to do this. You know, it's really funny. I, I, I have always been that way my whole life, but I got away when I got into this, I got away from that because I thought, oh, the owner of Hustler and, you know, you got to be liked and this. And so my nature would start to do that. And then I would like kind of be this passive aggressive. You came onto my show and, and, you know, after, after Jack four happened, like, and you just said something, it really shaped me. The the last two years has really shaped me too. And, you know, uh, you came onto the show and we talked about like that, like why you're so polarizing, why it's this. And it really fucking hit me that like, I got away from myself because, you know, I'm trying to live in two worlds. And since like I've been through this, it's shaped me. I, I've I feel like I'm alive again because I don't do that anymore. I, I'm back to you know uh, just being who I am. And if you like me, you like me. And if not, fuck you. And so um, you were a big part of that. You you just didn't know that, but that struck me when we had our our first uh, conversation, which you probably didn't even realize. So, anyways, no, I mean, look, so many people get burdened by these imaginary restraints, and they think that they can't 
let people just see who they really are. And, and they do it because they're afraid of the feedback. They're, fr- they're trying to make everyone happy. But I would say just don't. Just don't. <laughs> don't try to make everyone happy. Yeah, you can't. You know, try, try to make the people you love around you happy. And then other than that, try to make sure your business partners are happy, you know, and mm-hmm. like understand. And, and, and that's a really important thing because your family isn't your business partner. So, so what that really means is align yourself with business partners who also think similarly so that you don't have to have some self-perceived split in who you want to be versus who they want you to be. Yeah. And so I, I wouldn't do that. Like Sue and I hit it off. Bally's and I think about this a lot, very, very, very similar. They're obviously, they're down for the Maverick brand and, and my approach, you know, to, as, as building a big brand for poker and a lifestyle brand and like trying to make this much bigger, tying it in, solving problems for them as they're trying to build, you know, their empire and their brand. Like we're in alignment and that's why this works, you know? So it's like what I say to people is, you know, put other people around you that will embrace you, that you don't have, if you have to act like you're someone else to be around them, then get the fuck away from them. You know, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. life's too short, man. <laughs> yeah. You have We're anything not going to make everybody happy, you know? <laughs> I, I have another question, but I, if you have something. Uh, no, go on. So, so the next question I have, it's just a fun question. You don't have to answer it. But there, how, I guess because there's not another option without traveling, it's, it is pretty amazing that, you know, Garrett now will have to play with maybe three solid big name players and maybe a few other players that he'd, he'd accept. But, I guess he's accepting that because there's not a lot of other options. And there also was a rumor around that he wanted to be paid to play. Is that, is that a rumor? Do you know anything about that? Well, look, I mean, I, I think that Garrett, Garrett's smart. So he understands <clears throat> that it just builds better content when, when there's myself and like an Andrew Robo or, yeah. or uh, some like that just adds more eyes that gets more views. That's just better for everyone. I agree. So he's smart. He, he's, he's bought into that strategy. Garrett doesn't want to be paid. I mean, everybody probably want to be paid. But what Garrett wants is um, he wants real effort put in lineups. Yeah, you know, he wants he wants uh, he's accepting that there's going to be these better players, and he's and he's pushing and demanding that you know Bally's goes out and figures out how to grow other people who want to you know get the exposure and and be on TV and yeah. be on stream and, and be the app. Because he wants good games, right? Sure. Garrett is Garrett. Garrett, look, everyone knows. Like, I introduced myself to the world at Poker Go, and I played with Phil Ivy, Tom Dwan, Bryn Kenny, Patrick Antonius. Um, just, just go down, going down the list. So everyone knows I, I'm willing to swing into murderer's row because I'm not there thinking just about EV for my game. I'm I'm trying to build a brand, I'm trying yeah. to build Maverick Gaming brand. And, and so that means I'm going into lineups where it's going to be tough. Garrett is looking for EV. And so he's willing to trade some EV with good players, but he wants to make sure that the game is then filled with interesting people who are probably very successful in life, but maybe not, you know, as, as experienced in poker who can build great content. So yeah, that's way more important than making like, I don't know, let's say 20 grand a game is having a really good game, you know, like, I promise you, you said, hey, Garrett, you can go play with the people I just named. And by the way, Garrett was in that game as well. So I have Bill Ivey, Tom Dwan, Patrick Antonius, Garrett Adelstein. You know, like, I'm down, you know. Yeah. That's not what he'd be looking for. And if you said you can have that lineup for 20 grand or you can have, like, two other good players and, like, four, you know, people who take poker seriously, but it's not their life, 
Garrett's going to take that game every day over 20 grand. So it's never, I don't think it's really like, you know, the pay yeah. model w- sure, wouldn't really sure. work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. What do you got, Val? Yeah, so uh, let's move on to the commerce. I'm very curious as to, I know you talk, you, you, you talk to us about the big picture that Bally's has, but um, what, so when are you anticipating that the commerce will start their live stream and like big picture, what are you trying to accomplish specifically for well, commerce? Yeah, so I, I would say sometime during the first quarter the, the commerce will go live. Um, we're still working on dates. We're working on um, the facility itself. But, like, the trop's going to shut down. And so the stream's going to transition from the trop to commerce. And um, and then when that happens, we're going to be looking for at least eight streams a month. Oh, wait. So you're we, it's replacing Tropicana's stream. Oh, yeah, I because, did not know that. Yeah, I thought you were going to have two. No, they're tearing down the Tropicana uh, in April, I think, right? Is that right? Somewhere in there? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so, so they're they're just going to be commerce. I knew they were tearing down Tropicana, but I thought that maybe the part that where the live stream was that was going I think, to. I think originally, well, Eric could tell you. I think originally, I thought it was funny to put a live stream up in a hotel yeah, that was being torn down. I, I think originally they were looking to go a little longer, but something changed, and now it's just interesting. Yeah, so so look, the, the A's want to come to town as fast as possible, and they're trying to make opening day in a couple of years. And as part of that, the trop's going to shut down sooner than we originally anticipated. Yeah, and that necessitated, you know, the commerce deal happening, and um, and so it's just it's moving over there. Looks cool. Interesting. So all yeah. the staff, everything moving to California. Um, so like you said, you guys are just going to stream eight days a month. Are any tournaments, are you planning on just doing high stakes cash or what? Well, I, I think everything should be viewed under the lens of, it's not a derogatory term. So it's like, we're not streaming to stream. The streams we want need to be events. And that means they need to come out of the gates at 150,000 views within you know weeks of posting. And they need to have like three big names and they need, so like, so we're building things that can end up on TV is what is the way Bally's is thinking about this. And we're, we're trying to build real-time um, poker games where where people are going to be able to interact and uh, eventually wager on these games in real time. Like, that's our ultimate goal. And so what, that's what you should be anticipating is, you know, it, it, a couple streams a week with with big players and and then ultimately, you know, being pushed back to the Bally's app and then distributed worldwide through television. Yeah, no, that's a good model. It's very smart, and uh, I, I, it's actually a lot more clear to me too after we talked. But that's uh, good. I think it's uh, good. So, a question for you for because I'm a big fan of uh, poker vlogging and having vloggers involved in meetup games and stuff like that. Um, I know that Hustler allows vloggers to use their content, um, you know, whatever they want to do, break down hands or talk about interesting spots. Are you guys going to offer the same, or? Um, are you going to keep your content just for TV? I mean, our stuff will go on YouTube. And I mean, the truth is, look, imitation is a serious form of flattery. And, um, and, I, and I want, I want, we want stars. Everyone, everyone Nick wants stars. Ryan wants stars. Part of that is um, self-promotion. They're going to, they're going to be, no one's going to be a bigger advocate for themselves and themselves or the team they put around them. And so, when people go out and they they take Phil Galphone's content or my content or Doug Polk's content or whoever's content and they make it they make some 
Sometimes their analysis is spot on. Sometimes it's terrible. But really, they're just raising awareness. And so we would never take the model that would restrict people from going out and building clips because we want all the awareness we can. We're trying to grow poker. And we think ultimately, and at least I, I'll speak for, for ourselves, the more people who are, have awareness of what Bally's is doing, we just view it the better, you know, as long as they're not ripping the stream for six hours and, yeah. and just like, yeah, you know, like it, but if they're, if they're making, you know, three minute clips, fuck yeah. Like yeah, go totally. for it. Tell me how stupid I am or how smart I am. And like, you know, like, cause all you're going to see is if, if it's, when I was on hustler, you're going to see the hustler and you're going to see like, we benefit by association and we, we are, we're building poker content. And like, I hope people think that we're relevant enough and want to rip our shit. Like, I just don't want them to steal our whole damn stream because, yeah. you know, that's just not ethical. And that, that's cutting into like profit streams. And, and that's not cool. But like making clips. Fuck. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was funny that Poker Go would not allow anyone to use their clips. I like I yeah. like that hustlers model. That was the first time I saw you guys sure. were like, I don't care. Use our use our stuff. Well, it's just yeah, it's just what what Eric said. Like if, if you want to just take our stream and just play it somewhere and monetize it. No. But if you want to make clips, you want to do training off it, uh, please, whatever you need. Go. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you what, I don't have anything else. How about you? Oh Is, well, okay. Do we, you? We, well, no, we've been. I didn't even realize we're going almost an hour. <clears throat> yeah. So, t so I know you're opening up. I just before we close Please, off, no, go ahead. I want to know, Eric, like what what's going on with you? Like maybe for your fans, you could tell us what's new with you. What are your plans for you for poker for you? We've heard about your card rooms and Maverick Gaming, but what about you? What are your goals for next year? What are your poker goals for next year? You know. um, my, we talked about a lot of my goals, right? This next year is all about, you know, growing Maverick Gaming. We got a lot of competition to do up in Washington. It's a tough market up here. We're crushing it in in Nevada and Colorado. My manufacturing business, EGAD, is kicking ass too. So, I got a lot of focus on my company up here as it relates to Washington. In poker itself, it's all about integrating into Bally's and, and getting uh, Rhode Island open and, and and kicking ass from day one and 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 manifesting you know, one of the most successful poker rooms in North America out there, because we think we're, we're set up with all the population. We're going to cut off Connecticut and uh, we know we're set up for success. So it's like, you know, I want to make sure that um, my business partners are happy and that, you know, Sue's happy and that we're making progress on his goals as it relates to poker. And look, that's what my 24 is about, you know, obviously take care of my family and, and uh, hopefully traveling and having some fun and, and uh, late night WhatsApping Nick about random <laughs> shit. That's, that's my yeah, goals that's for twenty four. Right. Yeah, we <laughs> unpack a lot of shit late night. Um, yeah, man. Uh, well, first of all, a couple things. It's good to have uh, become uh, closer friends with you. Uh, I appreciate. I appreciate someone that I actually can just get a response from and know it's true. Um, that's rare. And uh, I'm glad you came on because this is a lot of stuff that's circling around right now with the announcements of all these things happening. And there's a lot of speculation and all these like theories. And so they got to hear it straight. Oh, this is Salem. I don't know if you could see us, but uh, this is Salem the cat. Anyways, uh, it's uh, it's good because now people heard it straight from you. They heard it straight from me. And anything else is just a bunch of bullshit because, um, you know, what you say is happening and how I feel about it is what's happening and, and it's good. I think it'll all, I think like you said, it'll all work out great and I'm looking forward to it. And, um, and I even, 
I even will be looking forward to, to Garrett playing a, a couple times a month. I mean, you know, people love watching him. So I don't, I have said it before. I don't have anything personal against them. It's the personal part is, um, is business and, you know, business is, is the digging in on, on being really dogmatic about something that isn't proven and, and which comes back and reflects on us. But other than that, I like him. Uh, I miss my times with him. I've said that before. We had a bunch of fun times on the felt laughing, especially back at the bike, not so much at Hustler. Once I, once I created the show, then, then we started coming at odds because of different needs, but, um, but it's all good. It's all good. You know, you know, I was thinking my goal, just because I'm ambitious is, uh, in, in 2024, I'm going to create a world where, where Nick and Garrett Adelstein will play poker, uh, at the commerce together on stream. Let's See, do now, it. Now I'm down for that. that. <laughs> like, no, but it's going to be will, a hustler. Will you stake me? Because whatever I put on there, I'm going to lose. <laughs> Fuck, no, can you, you make it? I would fly you, down to L.A. to see that. Nick, yeah. Nick, to be fair, I know you're going to play one hand an hour. You're not even going to have much money at risk. So yeah, just you fun. can't have any of those VPIP penalties or I'm fucking not coming or else I'll just I'll blind out in penalties. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's, I, I love that, Eric. That's the best. That's the best plan I've heard. That's fucking funny. Yeah, and you're right about all of it. But uh, uh, if you could get him to stay at least like from like 5100, 200, I, I, I don't want it to go to 1600 straddles. I mean, he's just going to get it too fast. I want to enjoy a couple hours before he gets it. Can can you at least work that out? Yeah. Can you fucking ta- works, can you tame yes. him? Because no one else would be able to fucking tame him. He's like a wild pony uh, when he was on our show. So if you could tame <laughs> him, maybe that'll happen. <laughs> he did the same. He can't, and his comeback stream, you know, we had players um, who stretched a little uh, in, in some ways to get to the game they're at. And, um, you know, of course, he, you know, he's, and, and I'm always happy to play, play bigger blinds too, you yeah. know, but, but, he, but he's smart enough to understand there's just a comfort level. And so I, what you're saying, we're, we're only half joking, right? Because oh, I'm half that's joking. one of the nuances. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of the nuances of a poker game is that you want people to have enough in play that they feel it, that yep. it's important to them, yep. but not so much that it, that, it like, uh, that it freezes their game and it doesn't allow them to enjoy it and it doesn't allow them to truly participate. And that's what happens when you push levels and blinds too fast or too big for, for other players who are you know stretching to get in there. It's just not an enjoyable game. It doesn't make for great TV content, truthfully. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's a balance where, you know, I, I've sort of learned that over the last two years where I used to want to buy, always buy in a million. I want to play the biggest possible game. And, yeah. and what I realized is that kept other people from coming in games with me because they, they weren't comfortable with that. Yeah. You know, they weren't comfortable with, with the blinds being so big yes. or, or with a, or having three times their buy-in and like this feeling they're going to be, you know, dominated and bullied and pushed around and yeah. like, so, so I've had to make accommodations, right? And I, I focused on something that I think is more important, which is the 35% VPIP rule, because it just rises that whole boat of everybody and makes sure. you engage in just a few more hands. But we've also had to do things like where we've inter- introduced like $100,000 buy-in. So that's it. You can only buy in for a hundred. Mm-hmm. And that means like a guy like Andrew Robel or Patrick Antonius, you know, they can't, they can't have a huge chip advantage and sort of just push you around because it's an insignificant amount for them, but a very significant amount to you. And so, like, finding that balance in streaming is actually really, really important. And, and what you're talking about, while we're sort of joking, is, is a big part of being successful, you know? Well, I'll tell you, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that we joked our way into this, and uh, although I've said this a million times, exactly right. Like, players, if you're going to, if players have to depend on the fact that they're going to play the game that you told them they're coming to, and most 
men are embarrassed to be the one to say no and they don't want to be intimidated they don't want to look like that on stream and so they do it but they don't come back and um and you know that's something that garrett i for for even from back to the bike i used to tell him and 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 we used to argue sometimes on the phone two hours about the differences and i could never get him to understand like you could have these other players that you want to play with come play with you and you can get it at 20,000 a pop. You don't have to, you don't have to raise it and get it all in one fucking jam because these guys are like, they don't have enough on the table to sustain more than a hand or two if you shove on them and they don't want to play and the action goes down to a nub because everyone's fucking playing way tighter because they're scared and uh, it, it severely hurts the game especially if you're streaming and you want fun games they don't play as wild when people are you know priced out of what they're comfortable with and if and if while you're with him if you can get him to understand that and and maybe evolve like you did and you figured it out i think that would be a huge asset to him to be in more games and uh, i think it'd be the right thing for everyone so uh, i'm glad we joked about it because i think it's a real problem yeah because it's a marathon right just because the guy comes in once but then you push the buy-in or you push the blinds on him he doesn't want to come back this is a marathon we're doing this you know for the rest of our lives and that means all the participants have to enjoy it. They have to be willing. Yep. And there has to be some positive emotion in it for them. They, they know they're going to lose, or maybe they'll win. They hope they win. They, they might lose. But, like, what they don't want to be is embarrassed on stream. Right. They don't want to be put in a spot where they're uncomfortable with the decision they feel like they have to make. And so, like, really is a big part of that. It, it, it's helping, you know, and, and that's why doing things like, you know, everyone's buying in 100000 yeah, That good. really worked really well. And it ended up making a game where there was a lot more all ins because you know some people some people had to stretch a little right they would have rather bought it at sixty but it's okay to buy in a hundred but when if someone had three hundred when they had just sixty they wouldn't like that you know right. so like all of this stuff goes into it and, and and you have to protect the wrecks like it's no challenge for me to get the big stars right but I need the people who fill in the games who make the games good both from the Rex perspective, they have to have something in it for them, you know? Yeah. And, and when you're getting bullied, uh, because like, you know, buy-ins are being pushed or blinds are being pushed or, or just whatever. It's no fun. And people yeah. miss that. You know? Yeah. That, it's something that, that, that just was a, just a, amazing to me that I, I couldn't put, I couldn't like get that through Congress. I couldn't sell it. Um, because we've had many talks about that and like, you know, our Friday game sometime would be six handed because of the fact that it was playing so big, but there's only a certain amount of players that would play it. And the people that would actually, you would want in the game won't play it because they also know too, that it's not just going to stay 100, 200. It's going to fucking go to 400. And if someone's going to put the 800 on, who's ever stuck. Um, and you know, the games just played worse. And it was the old analogy that I used to tell him. And I just said this recently and it sounds predatory, but it's not, it's poker. We are there to play. We are there to get plus EV, not in streaming, but in general, that's what poker is. We're there to win other people's money. And I've often used the analogy with, with him is just like the old analogy of the two bulls on the top of the hill. There's a bunch of cows down there. If you run down and try to get it all at once and, you, you know, and it barely fucks, you know, one of one bully gets and the older guy, the older bull is like, hey, man, let's just walk down. Let's not cause a fucking whatever. And we'll fuck them all. It's just like you got to let you got to let it come to you. Like you can't you can't just be so plus EV that, you know, you're playing shorthanded and you don't even it, it works against you because you don't have the players that you want to play that actually want to play with him or somebody else. But they just can't afford it, man. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you another thing, another nuance of this that I think people see but don't always understand as well. 
you know, it's one thing when um, Hanks, Alan Keating, myself come to town, and you know, you know, we'll play big. Totally and, different. And 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 then and then it's the opposite. Like I had to protect Alan Keating, right? Because and, and Alan's my friend, and 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 he's going to VPIP ninety, right? He's going to yeah. VPIP ninety. Mm-hmm. And so what what Alan wants is the opposite. He wants to make sure the people in the game aren't going to buy in the minimum VPIP ten, yeah, right. And and just try to snipe when he's playing every fucking hand, right? And Hanks is playing every hand, and I'm VPIPing sixty. So it's like, so like both all of this stuff has to work for everyone, and that's, that's really right. where I started communicating so much about the VPIP rule and thirty five percent, and like talking about it, um, because I started realizing like, you know, this isn't chess, this is poker, and we're trying to build content, and that means people need to be participating, you know, in in the overall content creation and not sniping and just thinking this is just a purely an opportunity for me to make a profit, right? Like. There's so much that goes into this, and and not it's not always appreciated by like the chat room warriors, who they just want to see big hands, you know. To their, their credit, like they're the fans, and we want like everyone's down for blood, and like if you don't like pain, you shouldn't be in poker. Right. We all know that stuff's coming, but 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 it's about the setup because the setup is what makes things good for the long run, you know. And so, like you've done a great job, Ryan's done a great job. I know Alan was just there, you know, because. Because he trusts, like he trusts that like the lineup that Ryan's going to make right. is going to protect him. And and so protecting him isn't like, you know, just like don't have Phil Ivey there. Protecting him is don't have a person there who's going to be 15, buy in the minimum, hope to sit on his left and just, you know, ha ha, I have aces. Like <laughs> there's so much thought that goes into that, you know? Yeah, no, it's very true. I'm glad we talked about that. And I'm glad that you see it that way, too, because that helps. Uh, in the poker community, especially streaming, so that's good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that um, takes. Uh, hopefully that sticks, and and everyone gets that. So, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Again, glad you had you came on. It cleared up a lot of things. Um, I think we touched on everything. I don't think anyone should have any other thoughts or inputs besides what I you thought. and I. This is the third time I've heard the bulls fucking the cows analogy, and it's been my favorite version so far. So thank As you. A, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> well, it just it just applies, you know. Like I well, that I got that one on the on the movie. I can't Col- wait till Andy. Hears it was in it. the movie Colors with yeah. the with the older cop and Sean Penn, who was the younger cop. And Sean Penn would always jump out of the car and fucking start chasing everyone, and he was overzealous and he was trying to fight. And the older OG was like, hey, look, buddy. And he gave him that analogy. Like, let's just fucking roll up slow, but we'll fucking rest them all. Just fucking slow down, bro. You know? And so, but but it applies because you're going to get it. Just get it slower and make sure everyone's happy. That's all. Let them enjoy their experience to come play because a lot of recs know that they're coming to play against better players. They know most likely they're not going to win and it's entertainment for them. They're willing, they're, 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 um, rich businessmen and people who can afford it but they want to afford it at their pace and they'll keep coming back and it's an enjoyment for them it's good for the game the game plays bigger and there's more action because everyone's asshole isn't puckered you know making a decision and it's just smarter so I can never understand how I could not get that point through it was always so frustrating me so glad we talked about it I'm glad you came on I'm glad you're here I'm glad my cat's here (laughs) And uh, you got anything else? No, man. Uh, look, thanks for you guys' support. I'm glad you guys are my friends. Yeah. And, uh, and to all my fans out in Maverick Nation, uh, go go like, follow, share, buy my hoodies, buy my shit. 
and come out to Providence where we're going to build the most kick-ass poker room in the world. So uh, I want one of those hoodies. They sound fucking awesome. And okay, that's it. This is the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci for Valerie and for the Maverick himself. And V out. 